Hey Tech Lead here and welcome back to another episode of the Tech Lead. I am the Tech Lead and this is Coffee Time with the Tech Lead. We have a special guest here. I think his name is Clement or something. Anyways, my name is the Tech Lead. I am the Tech Lead. I am drinking instant coffee today. Clement, what are you drinking over there? Hi Tech Lead, yes, my name is Clement, or at least I think it is, and I'm drinking maybe instant coffee. What we're going to do today is we're going to learn about how Clement had built up AlgoExpert.io. This is an entire web application, fully functional in production with thousands of active users. He built this up with a co-founder. We're going to go from back end to front end and learn about how he put this together. And I think that this is an incredibly valuable skill. Clement, why don't you tell us about what is AlgoExpert and how you've put this together? For sure. AlgoExpert, as some of you might already know, is a platform that gives users a list of curated algorithm interview questions. Right now we have 65. For every question, you have a coding workspace where you can code up your solution in whatever language you want out of five popular coding languages. You can run that code against custom test cases, see video explanations, and so on and so forth. This sounds absolutely amazing. Now, is there a way that our viewers will be able to access this website with some kickbacks for myself? I'm thrilled that you're asking this, Tech Lead. Actually, there is. I think if you go to algoexpert.io slash tech lead. Tech lead slash tech lead. Let's not forget that. Slash tech lead. Your users will get a discount. That's absolutely amazing. Did you guys all hear that? You'll get a discount. So check it out. Algoexpert.io slash tech lead ace your next interview. Now, why don't you tell us about your backend? Because when I first heard about this backend, it sounded completely over-engineered to me. I could probably build Algo Expert Dial in an afternoon using PHP and JavaScript with HTML5. But how were you able to build this? All right, so it's very interesting that you say that actually. There are very specific reasons for which we built the website the way that we did. Algo Expert runs almost entirely on GCP, Google Cloud Platform. We run on three virtual machines. Two of them are, have 16 cores. Uh, one of them has eight cores. And then we use Kubernetes to kind of orchestrate and manage all of these VMs and all of the containers that run on these VMs. Okay, can you give us a quick overview for those of us who don't understand, what is Kubernetes? If you think about a, an application, right, you've got a lot of different services that each rely on different libraries, different technologies, different versions of these libraries. Containerized applications allow you to have sort of independent, isolated containers for each of your services in your application. And Kubernetes is a great way to kind of manage all of these containers at scale, reliably, and easily. And Google Kubernetes Engine, which is the, the platform that we personally use, allows you to do that extremely easily. Like they handle most of the sort of administrative part that you don't really want to handle as the developer. Cool, and then what are you using for your backend? Are you using Python, PHP, Laravel, Django, Node.js? Yeah. yeah, so there's an interesting story behind that. We started out by using Node.js and Express. And then my co-founder, Antoine, who was in charge of building the backend, realized that all his expertise was in Go. And so we completely scrapped our Node.js work, went with a pure Golang uh, backend, and that's what we have now. That is fascinating because these days you don't hear all that often about completely Go backends. Usually they're used mostly for microservices. How is that working for you? That actually works really well for us because all of our backend services are split by functionality. So we have, you know, our off backend service. We have our subscription backend service. We have our 
problems backend service. So it really works out well for us. And I think that's great because you can really choose any language, any stack that you want. The key is to just ship the product and make sure that it launches. You don't necessarily have to be always following the hype train and using what other people are telling you that you have to use necessarily. Agreed. I think the key is do what works for you so long as it's reasonable. Now, one of the most difficult parts of any application is going to be in the database. The database is notoriously difficult to scale. The general web backend, usually you can scale that by throwing money at it, duplicating many machines using a load balancer. The database sometimes is more difficult to manage and it is a major pain point I found for myself. How do you manage your database? So fortunately, we live in a day and age where you have amazing cloud providers like Google Cloud Platform, Amazon Web Services, or Microsoft Azure that kind of handle a lot of the difficulties or complexities that come with databases for you, you know, replication, uh, backups, and all that. We started out by using uh, Google Cloud Data Store as our main database. What is now, Google Cloud Data Store? Cloud Data Store is a NoSQL database that scales, is reliable, and is very simple to use. The really big selling point that they had for us when we started out was that they have a really nice UI. In other words, you can see really clean tables of all your data. Now, one of the annoying parts of Data Store that actually came back to haunt us is that Data Store only has eventual consistency. And so for some of our services, we needed strong consistency in our database. And so we ended up migrating to uh, Postgres for some of our services. So this is fascinating. What eventual consistency is, is when you write to a database, it's not necessarily guaranteed to be written immediately. It could be written later on. And then when you read it, you may get a stale value. Eventually though, you will get the proper value. Yep. The great thing about Google Cloud Data Store and services like these NoSQL databases is that they can scale very easily and you don't have to manage that scaling by yourself. You don't have to set up master-master replication, master-slave backups, all of that stuff. I think that that is one interesting thing about using off-the-shelf database provider services like this. So it sounds like that you're using a lot of third-party products, like you're using Kubernetes, Docker, Google Cloud Data Store. How many of these products are you buying from and then gluing them in versus how many are you building in-house just from scratch basic components? For the more sort of uh, niche targeted services, we've actually built them in-house to save a lot of money. So the two big examples that come to mind are number one, our code execution engine. So on our website, you can type your code and run it against our custom test cases in Java, C++, Python, JavaScript, Pipe, uh, Golang. And similarly, we have a sort of continuous integration, continuous deployment uh, system built for feature releases and our testing. And that's also built in-house, so we're saving a ton of money. What is this code execution engine? How are you setting this up and how do you test it? The life of a code execution request is this. Someone is on the UI and they press run code. The UI makes a request and uh, we have a load balancer, uh, ng-inx, that will route that request to a specific Docker container that it knows of, you know, maybe like the JavaScript uh, Docker container. That JavaScript Docker container is gonna say, okay, is this user able to send this request? You know, we have like rate limiting services. That container is gonna reroute the request to another container and there are optimizations there to like share file systems or certain mount points. And that other container is gonna then have like all the libraries or things it needs to run code in that particular language. It's gonna run it 
it gets the response, then it gives the response back to container number one, gives it back to the UI. What is your rollout process like? How are you releasing new features? Are you just coding on prod? Or do you actually put this onto staging and then roll that out? Coding on prod, tech lead. Come That's on, what I do. I don't make mistakes me. when I code, so I can just code straight on prod and it's okay. But for other people, more normal people, I can understand why you may want staging. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. For for us mere mortals, we actually have you know different environments. So we have three environments. We have a QA environment, a staging environment, and a prod environment. At least for the UI, for the back end, we have just staging and prod. And then we have this really cool continuous integration platform that we've built in-house that makes it such that any commit we push up gets automatically tested, or at least like the part of the code base that's been affected. If we make a change to the UI, all of the UI tests are gonna be tested. And it's been really, really nice for us. And it makes it such that we can deploy new features at a moment's notice. I've actually deployed stuff to, to prod from the train, from the subway, from my phone, with like zero downtime on Algo Expert, which has been like super nice for us. Okay. I guess you could <laughs> do it that way. I probably would have just coded on prod though. That works too. And what happens if one of your tests were to fail? If our tests are running and one of them fails, we actually have uh, alerts via Slack. So we use Slack bots and we get paged and we can immediately see like what's going on. Now, how about your front end? What are you doing for that? So for the front end, we use uh, React and Redux. The main reason we used React is that's what I uh, was really comfortable with. Uh, I hadn't worked in Angular uh, at the time that I started Algo Expert. Now I have. To be honest, I still think I would probably use React. We also use Redux as our sort of state management uh, paradigm. Redux is super helpful for when you've got like relatively complex states and you want to be able to access them anywhere in your application. Like, you know, is the user logged in or has the user purchased the product already? For testing, we use Jest and Enzyme, very popular uh, frameworks with React. And uh, the one thing that I do want to bring up is uh, the language we use. So obviously we use JavaScript, right? It's unfortunate that at the time that we started Algo Expert, I had no experience in TypeScript. For those of you who don't know TypeScript, it's a superset of JavaScript. It's basically a typed version of JavaScript. It is amazing. I cannot recommend it enough. I've uh, also heard so very good things about TypeScript. It's a huge effort to migrate the entire code base to TypeScript that we don't have the resources to, to allocate to that right now, but I wish we had been able to. Clement, do you have any additional tips, last minute messages that you would like to give to anybody else here who is considering building out their own tech stack? I think I have three things to say. Number one is figure out what are the priorities of your business and build stuff accordingly. Number two is use the technologies that you feel comfortable with. This echoes what you said at the beginning, tech lead. Don't necessarily follow the buzz just because it's the buzz. And the third thing, which is kind of the opposite of that, is do be careful with certain very crucial design decisions like that may come back to haunt you. The fact that we started out with Google uh, Cloud Data Store that was only eventually consistent started causing major problems recently, and we did have to change that. Overall, I think this is great advice. The most important thing is that you guys were able to build this product and just moving the product forward is always going to be your highest priority. Without a product, you don't have anything. So don't go too hardcore on the tech and forgetting about the product. Well, I think I'm almost done with my coffee. That's my cue to leave. Uh, is there anything else you want to say? 
Yeah, just don't forget, I am the tech lead. That'll do it for me. If you liked the video, give the like and subscribe, and I'll see you next time. Bye.